Hey, hey, mamas. Welcome to another episode of the Messy Mom Podcast by Fit Mom and 30, where we are all about ditching the idea of perfection during motherhood and embracing the messy. Um, So today's topic is definitely a messy one, right, Bailey? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Real messy. Definitely a little messy. Today, we want to talk about all things birth. So birth, birth plans, preparing for birth, you name it. Um, And it's certainly messy. Um, So as you moms out there know, birth tends to be a little messy. Um, And for those of you listening who are pregnant or not quite pregnant, newsflash, it is so messy. I repeat, leave your pretty flowered robes at home because everything from start to finish is messy. Um, And, you know, while those pretty images on Instagram and the moms of the matching robes and babies are so adorable, and I'm not telling you not to do it because it's so cute. I just want we want to be sure that it's not portraying um, it's it's missing the fact of all the things behind those photos that we're not really seeing. So Bailey and I kind of just want to jump into talking about this birth and all of its messiness. So uh, Bailey, let's do some real talk for a minute. Like, what do you think? Give me, give, give them some examples of the things that, that picture isn't quite showing. I know you've had several friends who've recently had babies. Oh yeah. Well, I can't talk from experience. What I do know just from, you know, my friends who have had children and, you know, you and just all, you know, everyone in my family who has had children, um, I think, you know, our society does a really great job of showing, you know, what it's like after baby, once everything is like you're at home from the hospital and, you know, they're showing the cute little nurseries. But what they fail to show is what goes on. Obviously, I mean, during birth, we don't want to see that. I hope no one's showing that on Instagram. (laughs) But also showing just what is actually happening during that time and then directly after. So they're not showing, you know, the labor pains. They're not showing what happens, you know, once the baby, you know, is coming out. Or even if you have to have a C-section, they're not showing that. They're also not showing postpartum recovery. And a lot of my friends will tell you, you know, why didn't anyone tell me about this? Why did I not know that I was going to... have to wear this mesh undie with like this pad sickle on it like why did I not know that it was going to be so hard in fact a lot of my friends even say that recovery was more challenging than the actual labor delivery and birth itself and part of that reason is because they simply just weren't prepared for it because no one talks about it I can I completely agree even so I have for those of you who don't know I have I have two kids I have a three-year-old and a five-year-old and I'll be the first to say you're never ready. Clearly, you're never ready for even if you have the most perfect birth plan and you've read all the books, you know, it's it's a obviously a very unique experience. And there's a lot of beauty to it. I don't want to say this, you know, we're not trying to say this to the last thing you want to do is to scare people if you've never given birth. But we do want to paint a more realistic picture of the fact that it's just it usually doesn't go just as planned. It's very messy. And it is that that recovery period. No one talks about, you know, you have this precious baby in your hands, but as soon as you deliver, you know, if you're breastfeeding, you're trying to figure that out. Um, me personally, I had never changed a diaper. You know, <laughs> I don't have, you know, I don't have, um, I'm just, I wasn't around young kids. So learning how to change a diaper, um, recovering the, from the tearing and I'm sorry, there's a lot of bleeding involved. Um, there's just so much going on between trying to figure that out by not sleeping, the vital checks, just having this new infant in your life. It is, 
it is just crazy the amount of like physical and emotional stress you go through. Um, and it's just, just like, like Bailey, like you were saying, I just, I was not prepared for that recovery. Like I was not prepared for what you have to go through immediately. And even in that first, you know, those first six weeks where you're recovering, that is just such a crazy process. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of women, you know, they have this specific plan and they're not really prepared for it to not go exactly as they, as they planned. And so when it doesn't go as they planned, and if your birth plan did go, you know, as planned, then kudos to you. That's awesome. But I would say for the majority of women that doesn't happen. And I think a lot of women, you know, feel discouraged by that. Like they did something wrong. And I think we're here today to tell them that you did nothing wrong. It's just, you know, it's, you can't prepare, you can prepare for it as best as you can, but sometimes you have to just be open that, Hey, this might not happen exactly how I think. And you didn't do anything wrong. It's just the way it is. I completely agree. I think that's like, honestly, that's my biggest advice when people are, you know, when they're, when they're asking like, Hey, what's your biggest advice? Here's my birth plan. Here's what I've got going on. And my honest advice is you absolutely should have a plan. You should do your best to pack, be prepared, educate yourself. But at the end of the day, you only have control over so many things. So understanding kind of what we talked about um, in the last podcast, control the things that you can control and you've got to let go of what you can't. You can't, There is no mm-hmm. way you can control if you need an emergency C-section. There's no way you can control how long you're going to be in labor. You can only control so much. So I think going in with a plan is absolutely what you should do. Um, but another thing we want to talk about today is while recovery is very hard, it doesn't matter if you are hundred percent prepared recovery is hard. Um, but w- part of what you can prepare for is the physical aspect of labor. Um, and for those of you who don't know, Bailey and I are pre and postnatal fitness specialist. Um, and we do have a pre and postnatal course. And the reason we're so passionate about that. And the reason we de- developed it is because it's proven that if you go in and prepare your body for labor, your recovery is going to be smoother. So if there's mm-hmm. something, you know, if there's something you can can do, again, this is one of those aspects, you have control over how prepared you are physically for labor. Um, so instead of, you know, instead of thinking of preparing for pregnancy as something you, you know, like I love that our society loves to like make things sexy, like pregnancy fat blasting cardio or pregnancy buns and guns, <laughs> you know, and it's cute. And I understand it. And I know we all want to feel, you know, very confident and pretty while we're pregnant, but you know, this is, we're training for an event. Um, so there's a correct way to do that. So Bailey, if you want to just, it'd be awesome. You need to take us through, um, what is a, what is a real pre and postnatal training program entail? Like what should people really be doing? Yeah. So when you think about labor delivery, that is truly one of the most athletic events that a woman's body will ever go through. Um, Even someone who is extremely active and was extremely active prior to becoming pregnant, they, especially if it's their first, they've never experienced this before in their life. And the women's body is amazing and it can take on a lot. However, the more that you train for it, typically the better the experience. Now, again, we can't guarantee anything, but you can plan as best as you possibly can. So we always like to compare you know, training for labor and delivery like a marathon, right? So if you're training for a full-on marathon, you're probably not doing yoga and just strength training. 
every single time, right? At least I hope not, because if that's the case, it's going to be real rough <laughs> for you on that day that you're supposed to run, you know, what is it? 20, is it 20, 26.2, 26.2 miles. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly Bailey and I aren't runners. <laughs> yeah. Obviously not a runner, obviously not a runner. Um, but if you're just doing, you know, yoga and strength training, it's going to be a little bit more challenging, you know? I mean, even if you're in the best shape, that's going to be real rough. So just like, you know, a, you would train for a marathon, it's very specific. A When you are training for labor and delivery and postpartum recovery, it needs to be very specific. Um, so what we've done is basically make a progression, just like you would be training for a marathon. It's a progression. You know, you're not running those 26 miles on the first day, right? Um, we focus on, you know, gradually adding in strength in each progression. So in our first stage, we call it the foundation stage. And there we are focusing on pretty basic things, but this is probably the most important stage because we're bringing you back to those basics and focusing on things that people just forget about. One being neutral alignment. Um, that's super, super key just when you're, you know, carrying the baby and just, you know, trying to reduce aches and pains um, that come along throughout pregnancy. So we focus on neutral alignment, um, deep core breathing, which again is probably one of the most important things that you'll learn in our program simply because it helps you how to push better, how to breathe better. And then in our our second stage, we gradually focus on adding in weights. So we're focusing on upping your weights from the foundation stage because we do add a little bit of weight in that foundation stage and apply that neutral alignment and breath to movement. But in the strength stage, as the name implies, that's what we're doing. We're building up your strength, upping your weights. Um, and as you've seen, it's progressive because we don't want to just throw you into something, right? We want it to be a progressive way that you can gradually improve your fitness levels, your strength. And then in that third stage, it's called the birth prep stage, which again, as the name implies, we're preparing your body to take on the demands of labor. And we actually have something that we do called lit training, which stands for labor intensity interval training. And it's meant to mimic kind of labor and delivering those contractions. And we imply breath to movement with actual exercise to get basically your cardiovascular endurance up during that time. Because Carrie, I think you can uh, kind of tell everyone, especially if they might be pregnant or thinking of becoming pregnant, you know, that's not easy, right? The contraction part is probably the most challenging. Exactly. And just, and how fast they come. And regardless if you've had an, ep if you're going natural or have an epidural, your body is still physically going through this. So yes, if you have an epidural, it definitely masks some of that pain, but your body is still physically contracting and has these very, very short periods of rest. Um, and that's, that's, what's cool. That's like, as you're saying, that is what's so cool about knowing that your body goes through that. There's a way to properly train for that. So instead of just doing, you know, some shoulder workouts or ab workouts or whatever that might be, if you can, you can mimic that by putting together just like we do this lit training where we add strength training, like, and almost do like a cardio strength training and your recovery is getting into positions and teaching you how to, um, like you said, the, the breath and with the pushing, there's there's a proper way to do that to minimize tearing. So I don't know about you, but minimize tearing, check, please. That sounds that sounds pretty nice. Not even going to lie. Oh when I gosh. hear the word tearing, it just makes me cringe. And I know that it's part <laughs> of the birth process, but I'm not going to lie. That part does scare me a little bit, but I do know that there is a way that you know you can prepare to improve it possibly. So that gives me a little bit of hope. Totally. And that's, you know, I love most people. And I mean, this was even me before we were doing this certification. 
Um, I too tell you Bailey this all the time. When when we were preparing, when I was preparing for birth, you know, I've always lifted weights. So I was definitely lifting weights. I was doing intervals on my own, but not as strategic as I should have been. I didn't know what I know now, but especially in terms of um, figuring out, you know, everyone tells you do Kegels, train your pelvic floor, do Kegels. But the thing about Kegels is that you're only working on that contracted, like that contraction phase of muscle. And, you know, let's think about this for a minute. The last thing you want to do is push a baby through a contracted muscle. Um, that's, that's a no-go. But again, it seems so simple. And if you haven't trained your body properly to when you are doing this coordinating coordinated breath to relaxing your pelvic floor. If you haven't trained that mind muscle body connection to do that, it's not going to happen. So it's got to be, it's got to be so specific. And the cool thing about a, a program like we have is we take you through all that. So we're incorporating that into, you know, I, I know breathing and exercises and pelvic floor work does is not sound sexy or fun. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not, but when you put it into strength music, we've, we've kind of done it in our program. We put it we mix it in with string training. We put some fun music because it's got, I know it's got to be fun, um, mm -hmm. but it's very strategic. Yeah. And I think, you know, one question people are probably asking themselves right now and a question that we get a lot is, you know, I've never exercised a day in my life. Now I'm pregnant and I've heard that, you know, I can't exercise um, if I didn't exercise before. And like, how would I know how to move on, you know, if I'm you know, going in between stages. So I think, you know, Carrie, why don't you kind of address that a little bit? Totally. That, yeah, I would have to say that is our biggest, you know, there's, there's so many people who get into this and, you know, the old advice used to be, if you weren't exercising, you can do whatever you were doing before. So if you were working out before, you can continue to do so. And if you weren't working out, everyone used to think this is not a good time to start. And that is so false. This is a great time to start if you've never worked out, because just like we, you know, it's just like people who want to train for, um, you know, like those five, 10 Ks and they just, they buy those plan to decide, I'm going to get up and just run one day. That's it's, it's, it's dangerous on your body and it's dangerous to do, um, without a plan. But in this case, you've got to start training. So as Bailey described, our program fits every single ability level. So if you are, you know, a weekend warrior and you're running marathons and doing triathlons and you are just, there's still a progression model you've got to follow. I've done, you know, I did fitness competitions for years and I'm telling you right now, I really wish I would have had this progression model up front, knowing that your body is constantly changing as you're pregnant. I know newsflash, right? But every single week you're growing and your alignment is shifting. So if you don't kind of start with the, the foundation, the fundamentals and build your way back up, um, your body's not going to tolerate it well. So in that foundation stage, we start everyone figuring out proper breathing, proper, proper alignment, proper technique, and then you build. So the cool thing is, is, you know, if you've never picked up a weight in your life, you start with lower weights and you maybe you don't do as many reps. And if you're someone who's been lifting your whole entire life, you know, you once you get past that foundation stage, you can kind of pick up the pace a little faster. So it's a course that's completely self-paced. Um, some might move through it a lot faster and some might be a little bit slower, but the, the cool thing is, is it doesn't matter what your ability level is. There's something in there for everyone. Yeah. And I think that's important to note why we don't train by trimester. You know, a lot of times you'll see programs and pregnancy programs that say like first trimester exercises, second trimester exercises, third trimester exercises. And while yes, you do have to modify certain movements as your belly gets bigger, First of all, everyone's, you know, bellies get bigger at different paces and everyone has 
different fitness levels. So if someone is, you know, was a, you know, a bit heavy weightlifter and exercise, you know, prior to becoming pregnant and they're doing exercises in their, you know, first trimester or second trimester that aren't really challenging them, then that's not really preparing them to take on the demands of labor and delivery. So that's why our course and program is so great is because like Carrie said, you can go at it and customize it that works for you. And you can kind of go at your own pace. And we actually provide guidelines and tools as well to help you identify if you need to stay in the foundation stage a little longer, if you need to stay in the foundation or the strength stage a little longer, or if you're ready to move on. And I think for us, it's really important that we do that because we want to train women safely, but also train them effectively. And so if you're not training effectively, then unfortunately, you're probably not going to reap the benefits of training for labor and delivery. Definitely. Um, one other thing we we always mention is people say, you know, how do I know? Um, and I understand this because I have the same feeling, you know, you're, you're growing in a human. So it's like, how do I know if I'm doing, you know, too much or too little? And I feel like we get a question a lot of, like that about that a lot. Like, how do I know if I'm going too hard or not hard enough? Um, so in our program, just like Bailey was talking about, the other guy we have in there is, um, it's a perceived exertion chart. So instead of talking, everyone used to talk about heart rates. Like they'd look at their heart rate monitor watch, which is definitely inaccurate when you're pregnant um, and figure out, all right, should I be going, you know, my heart rates X, Y, and Z, I'm going too hard or I'm not going hard enough. Um, so we have guidelines in there that tell you how to use this sheet. So when you're working out, you can safely, you know, push yourself a little bit or maybe scale back if you're someone who pushes themselves too much by following these guidelines. So it's just an it's just an awesome resource to know. Everyone has all these questions and the the reason our course is self-paced and just so easy to follow is all this is in there. So you just like am I going too hard? Here's where you go. You know, is it time to move up? Here's what I need to master. Um so it's just mm -hmm. kind of self-guided and takes you through the entire thing. Yeah, and one thing to, that's important to note as well is our entire program and course is based on the most up-to-date research from ACOG. And, you know, there's still a lot of outdated research that some health professionals will even tell their patients, and that's because they're just not updated on the most recent research. Like you were talking about heart rate, like a lot of, you know, doctors today will still say you need to keep your heart rate under 140 beats per minute. And, you know, that's, actually not true. You know, like Carrie was saying, it, it's off of rate of perceived exertion. And that's going to be different for everyone based on, you know, just themselves and their pregnancy and their different experiences. So ours is, and we're constantly changing it, right? Because things are constantly changing. So ours is all backed by research and science. I think that's really important to note um, because there's a lot of programs out there that are made from influencers that have no credibility and they're just kind of throwing something out there because they're pregnant and they have a lot of followers, but there's really no rhyme or reason to it. And it's really important to know that when you are buying a pregnancy course or program or whatever it is, that it is the most up-to-date research and that you're getting it from people that know what they're talking about. Totally. And then it, just like you said, it has a progression model um, and is made specifically designed to train you for birth, not just to keep you in shape, not just to keep you mm -hmm. in motion. Those are important. Don't get us wrong. Um, we absolutely encourage moms to just stay active. If you have a favorite thing that you love to do, there's no reason to cut that out. But if you can, you know, do those fun things and have a course that strategically takes you through step-by-step step how to train for birth, it's almost a no-brainer. 
It's just, Mm -hmm. it's a time in your life where you don't want to just try something out. Exactly. And like you said, some activity is always going to be better than none. But if you really do want to reap those benefits of training for the most athletic event of your life, then it really does truly need to be a progression model that is focusing on specifically training for labor and delivery. Completely agree. So I think that's, we, we just really wanted to talk. We, birth is so messy. We know it's so messy. I know preparing for birth is, it can be a scary time. It's like, for me, it was a little bit, you know, it's, there's so much anxiety and excitement um, and all the unknowns are, can be a little bit overwhelming. Um, So we just wanted to just, just talk through obviously a little bit about, just know that it's messy, mamas. (laughs) It's messy. It's unplanned. We don't want you to go in with these expectations that everything is going to go exactly as it's planned is because that's what the the picture our world loves to paint. Um, So just like we talked about in the the previous episode, control what you can and you've got to let go of everything else. And one of those things that we really think can help is training for labor. That is why we are so passionate about it. That's why we've been focusing on it. Um, I think it can change everything. If you change the proper way for pregnancy and your recover is a little bit easier, that's going to make your entire motherhood experience easier. Mm-hmm. So we are, um, if, for those of you who don't know, it's fitmomin30.com. If you go there and that's F-I-T-M-A-M-A-I-N-3-0.com. We have programs for every stage of motherhood and this pre and postnatal program is part of that. Um, so if you want to get more details on kind of the progression model that we encourage mamas to follow, we really encourage you to check it out. We would also love to have quite, we love questions. Um, part of, again, this podcast is just to help mamas gain the information that they really need. So if you have, after listening to this, if you have more specific questions around training for birth, honestly, anything, please let us know. Please reach out to us on Instagram, on our Facebook page. We would love to have conversation. And just the more questions you ask us, the more we know um, what the needs are, what you guys want to hear about. So we would love to hear from you. Definitely. And I think even, you know, asking questions, that's going back to the preparedness, right? Like the more that you, the questions that you have, the more confident that you'll be and the more prepared that you'll feel. Yes. And uh, on top, um, with (laughs) adding on to that, we seriously, there are no inappropriate or TMI questions. (laughs) No inappropriate questions. There is no question that you need to say TMI. Like if you're experiencing something and you're like, I really wish I had someone to ask this to, you know, everyone feels like if it's not a, if it's not a pretty or a sexy question about it, I don't want to do it. We want to, we want to help you out. So, you know, we, we know a lot, we know a lot of the ins and outs about it. So (laughs) please ask us, I'm not kidding. We would love to um, help you out and however we can. Um, And just, you know, bring a more realistic approach to this whole uh, birth training process because it's certainly messy. It's real. It's raw. You know, it really is. I've heard someone say this before and I'm like, that's a really good example. It's really, truly like this primal being experience. Right. And everyone always, like you said, wants to make it out to be this like there's rainbows and roses and unicorns in the room. And and I wish it was like that. Right. <laughs> I mean, I think that's us trying to kind of paint this picture over what it really is. So, you know, it's kind of like out of sight, out of mind. But you know, on this podcast, we are always going to be real. We are always going to be raw. And like Carrie said, any que- no question is off limits. So if you feel like it's, I don't really know if I want to ask that, please do, because it's just going to help you feel more prepared. 
completely agree. All right, mamas. Well, you know us. We keep it short. We keep it to the point, And then we peace out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so if you have any questions, of course, please reach out to us. Until next time, we will be talking to you then. Talk to you later. All right. Bye, mamas. Bye.